Ravtavori on Rav Chaim Velazhina, Rav Chaim who founded the yeshiva of Velazhin, the Talmud, the student of the Gra. This week we observe the yard site of Reb Chaim of Valazhin, the great Tamid Chacham who founded the Yeshiva of Valazhin. An amazing coincidence occurred that I was unaware of until today. Last week, the yard site that we chose was that of the Ger Tzedek of Vilna. The legend has it that it was Valentine Pataki who was burned on the second day of Shavuos, Al-Kiddush Hashem. This week, in the yard site, on the yard site of Reb Chaim Balashner, I looked up some details and facts of his life, and to my surprise, I found that he was born on the second day of Shavuos in 1749, which means that he was born on the day that the Gertzedek of Vilna, Alala Mokeid, was killed, Al Kiddush Hashem. The Gemara in the end of Kiddushin has a concept that when the day that a tzaddik dies, another tzaddik is born to replace him. I have no knowledge and awareness of Kabbalistic ideas, but I, it's just an amazing coincidence that Reb Chaim Valajner was born on the day of the yard site, the actual day that the Graf Potoki, better known as the Gertzedek of Vilna, died. We know that Reb Chaim Valajner was a student originally of the Shagas Aryeh, that classic Sefer of Chidushin. And he was also a Talmud, and he was known to be a Talmud of the Vilna Gaon. In a certain sense, Reb Chaim Valajner is credited with having revealing the having revealed the Vilna Gaon and making him more accessible to the public. The Vilna Gaon, according to tradition, was basically a person who sat in his own base medrash, in his own home. According to legend, he closed the shutters of the house not to have any outside influences, and he had very few Talmudim. Therefore, although his scholarship was legendary, and although people in Vilna knew that he was the Vilna Gaon, he had no official position, and apparently he did not even have that much access to other people. Reb Chaim Balazhner, known as his Talmud, who was a person who tried to propagate the teachings of the Vilna Gaon, so in that sense, he revealed the Gra to the world. It's interesting to note the relationship of Reb Chaim to the, to the Gra, known as the Talmud, perhaps the most famous Talmud, one of the only Talmudim known to the Vilna Gaon, Reb Chaim Balashner had a, an obviously unique relationship with the Gra. And yet, the story that is told about him is that whenever he mentioned the Gra, 
he literally shook and trembled. The fear and awe of his Rebbe so overwhelmed him that he had trouble to maintain equanimity, even mentioning his name. The story is told how his son had a conversation with him about visiting the Gra, and Reb Chaim said he'll take him along on a trip. And the son relates that every moment that, as the trip progressed, his father became more and more agitated. He became shaking. He became overwhelmed with emotion. Until he really entered the presence of the Gra, he could barely say a word. It reminds me, and I'm sure many other people in America remember the days when Rav Salavechik said Shir, and the Yiras HaKavah, the fear, or awe would be a better word, that we had sitting in that Shir. There were literally students who could not open their mouth. There were cases where the, the Rav asked someone to tell him his name, and the person literally could not say his name. So, although, obviously, the gra was worshipped by Reb Chaim Balashin, and he was loved by Reb Chaim Balashin, that Yiras HaKavah that he had for him somehow overwhelmed his personality. Reb Chaim, of course, is known for a number of accomplishments which, in the short time that we will allot to this, we'll try to mention the basic major achievements that he did. He's famous for explaining and teaching the concept of Torah Lushma. This His magnum opus, Nefesh HaChayim, deals at length with the concept of what learning Torah Lushma means. He thought learning Torah Lushma meant to learn Torah, to enjoy learning Torah, to enjoy the knowledge of Torah, to develop all knowledge of all different parts of Torah. In this respect, in his concept of what to learn, learning the entire gamut of Torah, in Valashin it was known that the Seder Halimud, the way they learned in Valashin, was much different than our yeshivas today. Most yeshivas today have a certain cycle of mesechtas that they learn. And other mesechtas are not ever taught within the regular curriculum of the yeshiva. In Valashin, the custom was that they began from the beginning of Shas and learned straight till the end of Shas. And therefore, a person who would come, let's say, at the end of the first cycle of Shas and would spend two, three years in Valashin, might only learn Kachim and Taharos. He might not have learned what the yeshivas, our yeshivas today, more traditionally learned, the, the Sadaim of Nashim Nazikin, might have been totally ignored by a student who was there for the two, three years if he came at a certain type of time of the cycle. This attitude of learning Torah and encompassing the entire world of Torah, devoting a person to learn Torah from A to Z, as it were, should be noticed that this apparently was opposed to a certain group of Hasidim. The story is told about certain Hasidim that they felt learning Torah, what we call the intellectual approach to Torah, was not at all developed by certain Hasidim, and they felt that learning Torah is more of an emotional experience, an emotional connection with, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through learning Torah. They tell a story, a story is told, about the Kutzker, or perhaps 
some people might have the story about another great Hasidic Sherebi who was learning Bav Metziah. And they said he learned Bav Metziah Daf Aleph. And the story goes that he learned Bav Metziah Daf Beisamad Aleph for an inordinate length of time. And finally, one day, the Talmudian came and thought this was already exaggerated. And they said, Rebbe, how long can you study Bav Metziah Daf Beis? And the response allegedly was, I feel comfortable here. I like it here. The idea of encompassing the entire Masechta of learning the earlier Prakim, as long as a person feels good about learning and feels his connection with learning, so, so they, the, some Hasidim said that this is sufficient. There were those who said that saying Tehillim, in fact, saying Tehillim is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. We do know that a person who says Tanakh, who learns Tanakh, especially uh, Tehillim, is considered as if he learns Torah. So there were some Hasidim who felt as a substitute for learning Torah, let's say Tehillim all day. And Reb Chaim Balazhna's response was well known. A person should study Shas from beginning to the end. The Vilna Gon is known to have interpreted the Gemara that begins the famous Gemara in Shabbos, that the Gemara asks a question, they say the questions that are asked to a person after Me'a Ve'esfim, the first question is, Nasasa Ve'nasata Be'amuna. And traditionally we interpret that to mean, did you do business faithfully? Apparently the Vilna Gon interpreted that Gemara saying, did you learn Seder Zerayim? Seder Zerayim is called Seder Amuna. And so on and so forth. The Gaon said, not only should a person learn Torah, but he will face HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who will ask him, did you learn this, and did you learn this, and did you learn that? The Reb Chaim Valashner, in the tradition of the Gra, felt that you must encompass the entire gamut of Torah. And he related to this famous Gemara. Hasidim used to say, the Gemara says, that David HaMelech said, I wish it would be before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that saying Tehillim should be the equivalent of, of learning the Goyim and Arlos. He took two, two Mesechtos, two sets of Mishnayos, which are extremely complicated, and say the Taros, and he said learning Tehillim should be considered the same as if I'm involved in learning the Goyim and Chaim Balazhner mentioned time after time that this was true. This might have been the request of David HaMelech, but we find no source that HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered him. Saying Tehillim might be important, but learning Torah from A to Z, as it were, is the real kiyum of Torah Lishma, of learning with an intellectual awareness to understand Torah, to be mechadesh in Torah. Although I mentioned the story of the, of the Kutzker, that he apparently learned Bav Metziah for so long and said, as Gefelt Mirda, I'm comfortable here, it should not be interpreted, which should not be meant that all Hasidim did not learn. There were certainly many great Gedolim, Gedoli Hasidim, Admorim Hasidim, and other Hasidim who were known as Tamili Chachamim, who certainly learned Torah Lishma. In fact, the same Kotzker that the story is told about has a reference in the beginning of the Avnei Nezer, in the beginning of the of the Sefer Egletal by the Avnei Nezer, he there proposes a concept of Torah Lishma, which also is not the classic Hasidic understanding that it's to feel good about learning, but rather to be Mechadish Torah, to be happy about learning, to enjoy the intellectual pursuit of Torah. But the Avnei Nezer then mentioned that he got his Derech learning from the Kotzke. 
So it would be unfair to say that the Hasidish Rebbe's that were not involved in Torah Lishma. It could, perhaps could be that certain Hasidim really understood the concept differently, and Reb Chaim Balashner reacted to these Hasidim in his Sefer Nefesh Chaim. Of course, his Sefer Nefesh Chaim is, in a, to a great extent, a rebuttal of Hasidus. He specifically rebutted the concept of Torah Lishma, as we explained, and he also discussed the importance of davening on time. There were certain Hasidim who were so oblivious of time, and they meant it apparently for very religious reasons. They felt that a person could delay the time of davening in order to prepare himself, in order to attain maximum kavana. And there are called these people Eila Shakivas Hashem Yechpatsun. Reb Chaim Valajna treats them with a certain type of respect. It seems more respect than the than the Grush showed to them. And he said these are people who are actually seeking the countenance of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They want to be close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Nevertheless, he felt they were making a grave mistake. There's a beautiful mashal that was not stated by Reb Chaim Valajna. But the mashal is a, about a person who liked checks very much. He had a strange custom of collecting checks. Now, we all like to get checks, but we cash them. This person collected checks and ironed them and put them away nicely under glass and protected them very much. And he said, look how beautiful they are. And one day he was walking into a bank and he saw a person take out a tattered old piece of paper, a check that was worth a million dollars, gave it to the teller and he gets a million dollars. So the person said, look, I'm, if this check, which is ugly, is worth a million dollars, my check, which is worth so much more, they're, because they're so beautiful, they're ironed, they're under glass, look how carefully, they're, they, they look how beautiful they look, that's obviously worth more money. So he took them out and went to the teller, and he brought it in the teller, he said, I'm sorry, these checks are valueless. He said, why? They're so pretty. He said, because they're not on time. This check was written for 1995. This is the year 2007. You can't cash a check 12 years later. So the story is told that the the, the, the misnaged who followed the approach of Rebchaim Valashner said, I don't care how beautiful the davening is. If it's not on time, it's not worth anything. If you daven on time, then even a tattered fila can be accepted. Even one that doesn't have the beauty and kavana of the original of that you really should have is accepted. But the utmost kavana cannot allow tefillah to be said not in its proper time. The system of Alajan, of course, was to learn with shiurim, but learning b'chavrusa was basically an, a drisha, an absolute order of Reb Chaim He felt that the best way of learning was for two people to learn together. And he said in his Sefer called Ruach Chaim, in his Perush and Pirkei Avos, he explained the Mishnah, Shnaim sheyoshim v'yesh b'neim devrei Torah arei ha-shechina imayim. Shnaim sheyoshim v'im b'neim devrei Torah harei zemoshav leitzim. Two people who sit and learn Torah together, the Shechina is there. But if they're not learning Torah, it becomes a group of, of scoffers, people of late people who are clowns to a certain extent. 
And at first glance, the gap of the Mishnah seems to be very great. Two people learn, okay, it's good. They sit there and don't learn, it's not so good. Why does it become a Moshe of Leitzim or these scoffers, clowns? And Reb Chaim explained that two people learn, Chavrusa, learn together, Yesh Benem Devei Torah, that's the way things should be done. The Shechina is there. If two people sit and don't learn, between them, they learned, according to Reb Chaim. They might have learned, but they learned individually. Why would they learn individually? Because I believe my Torah is mine, your Torah is yours, I'm not interested. What do you have to say? You're not interested. What I have to say, there's no interaction between them. They treat each other in a, in a manner which is not befitting B'nai Torah. That's the Leitzanim. I'm making Leitzanis, I make a, a mockery of you, you make a mockery of me. Learning B'chavrusa was the note of Alajan. Learning Torah Lishma was the note of Reb Chaim who began this yeshiva of Alajan. Obviously, what we said in this brief time is only a brief summary of the life and accomplishments of Reb Chaim The people who are interested to follow up are recommended to read the classic work of Rabbi Dr. Norman Lamb, the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva University, who wrote a doctorate thesis called Torah Lishma, which is available both in Hebrew and in, and in English, which explains the biography and intellectual biography of Reb Chaim Valajner. Yehizichol Baruch.